0: As students begin heading back to school, do you think they'll be learning about the founding principles that made America the freest and most prosperous nation in history? Will they learn that our unalienable rights are God-given and not granted by government? Will they be given a full and honest account of our nation's history? The answer to all of these questions is yes for students at Hillsdale College. In addition to teaching college students, Hillsdale has extended its teaching to K-12 students and lifelong learners like you. If you're not doing so already, one of the best ways to start learning from the folks at Hillsdale is through Imprimus, Hillsdale's free digest of liberty. You can sign up for free at the special website for a limited time at Dana4FORHillsdale.com. And you can look forward to Imprimus each month. It's interesting, useful, and free. And it's one of the best and smartest in conservative constitutionalist thought. Find out more about Hillsdale College and sign up for Imprimus at Dana4FORHillsdale.com. That's Dana4Hillsdale.com.
1: It's heartbreaking for our country to have a president of the United States uh, with this uh, list of charges against him. And I just want to commend the uh, January 6th committee, the House committee, bipartisan committee, Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney and all the members of the committee and the staff for the work that they did. They laid a foundation of facts the hell does she think a
0: fact is i got questions about that what does she think a fact is because i'm so oh my gosh i'm so tired of all of the weeping and gnashing teeth about january 6th i'm really i am all these people who are acting like it's such an attack on oh gosh it was an attack on democracy you know what an attack on democracy is using discredited oppo and 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 uh, having wiretap surveillance on people because you don't like their politics that's that's actually that's that's an attack on democracy. That's an absolute attack on democracy. You know, calling parents domestic terrorists because they care about their kids and they go to school board meetings and they speak out about it and then you use the Patriot Act to call them domestic terrorists and and classify them as such and Impugn their character Simply because they care about What their kids are learning in school That's an attack On the democratic process in this republic Not wanting to do anything About actual known voter fraud And even insisting In cases where You have hard evidence of it existing Either in a small or larger amount And insisting that it's not a a problem That's an attack On democracy The process through which We help administer this republic All of those things And so I get really damn tired Of hearing these people Over and over again Talk about January 6th January 6th Oh my gosh You know, watching people burn down Predominantly black communities Across the country And then act like it's a mostly peaceful protest That's an attack on democracy In this republic There's a lot of stuff that's an attack on democracy in this republic, and a hell of a lot of it was perpetrated by the left. And it was violent, and it was expensive, and it was made of fire. But that was all ignored. You had some people who rioted, and guess what? They got their asses handed to them. They got sent to jail, and if they had the judge that's in the Trump case in D.C., they got over the recommended penalty from what the government had actually proposed. People who literally didn't even go into the Capitol got jail time. So spare me the weeping and gnashing of your rotten teeth about, oh, my God, I don't care anymore. I just don't care. I really don't care. You have a weaponized IRS, a weaponized DOJ, a weaponized FBI, and I'm supposed to care about some tailgaters who lost their minds, rioted, and got their butts handed to them, got the penalties that they deserve if they were violent and, or destructive, and I'm supposed to act like that's the big thing that's taken down the country and not all the BS that the left has been doing for the past 20 years? Spare me. Welcome to the show. Dana Lash here with you. Top of this first hour. On Thursday. I, I don't care. Go ahead and, and I hope Media Matters and all of the lotion boys over there at the George Soros basement fund. I really hope that they go ahead and take my words. I, I you know, I revel in the fact that for the past 15, no, 10 years now, at least 12 years, um, I have been able to be the breadwinner for those beta males families. Because if it wasn't for me the beta males who are lucky enough to get a chick to jump on the landmine, that is their reproductive system. Uh, y'all wouldn't have no families and y'all wouldn't be able to feed them no bread if it wasn't for me and, and the beat that my show means to you and your job. So there you go. I don't have enough middle fingers for y'all today. I really don't. And I know you all out there feel the same way. I'm just, I cannot tell you, I, I you know, I'm sitting here doing prep for the show, right? I got so mad last night. I'm like, screw it. <laughs> I was mad. Like I'm, it's all the same stuff every single time. Something with the Bidens happens. You then so oh well, because we better get some more charges. You got they're gonna run out of stuff to charge Trump for, at this point. And if they're not making it all about the primary, then they got to make it all about Trump. I just saw like a poll. This is what started me. So last night, right. I'm watching this happen in real time. I'm watching some new polling come out. Oh, man, it's real bad for, for Joe. I mean, you actually have Democrats that are concerned about uh, what's his face? The super far lefty guy. Is it Cornel West? Him? Yeah, yeah. I can't even believe they're worried about him. How weak party of a party are you that you're worried about that dude posing a third party? Are you kidding me? You're that weak? They're all freaking out. Oh my gosh. So they have to keep doing, they, get, they, they keep pushing all this stuff. They're so worried about, because Joe's not doing well with his own base. And Kamala is a disaster. So they're trying to figure out, oh my gosh, how can we, how can we distract from that? They have to have a, they have to have a boogeyman. They got to have something to run against. They, they've got to have something, something. So this is what they've been doing. And you have this Nancy Pelosi audio. So that was all me. I, I, I kept seeing this distraction that was coming up. And that's what was started making me mad yesterday. Long story short, that's, that's what started making me mad. Because I saw the distraction, and I saw that they, they needed to distract from the scandals. They need to distract from Biden's struggle in polling. Is it true? I, I, I mean, I was looking at how long Joe Biden has been on vacation. He's been on vacation for over 40% of his presidency. A year. Literally, he has been on vacation for 360 days. Kane, okay, that's five days short of a year, but he's gonna he's gonna make that full year up. Yeah, he's gonna make it. So out of the three year out of the the four year term that he will have, he will have been on vacation for a full year of it. That's not an exaggeration. That's literally not an exaggeration. Actually, it's been over a year already. Yeah, July seventh, it was three hundred and fifty two days. I just want to put this out. That's that's by the way for the people who think that that is so ignorant and that we're making this up. That's the Washington Post. You know, those big conservatives, more conservative than Reagan. The Washington Post. True. No, they're super conservative. Kane, is that right? No, it's not. Now he's on the beach for 10 days in Delaware. Who, get, if you want, why is he in the office? Hell, I want to impeach him for that. He's not doing his job. He's been on vacation for a year. What would happen to you? If y'all took a year off, for a year, we've been paying that old wart for what? Oh my gosh, vacationer in chief. So yes, he has spent a year on vacation. The most of any president in American history. I mean, he has taken more vacation days they said that he's projected like fully how many days did they say he's had? I mean it is bad. I mean they're they're like, man, he's he gosh, he may get up to five hundred something days. And if he had uh two terms, he'd be over a thousand days at this rate. Dude, right? Now there's two ways to look at it. I mean, I've always said I'm glad when these people aren't in office because that means they're not doing anything stupid. But at the same time, I hate pay- paying people when they don't do the work. Oh, my gosh. Nothing like that's why I hate sending money to the to the Treasury, to the IRS. I hate paying people who don't do the work. They're just it's like a mole. Uh, it's like a fake teat on a cow. I don't know. It's like they don't do the work. What's the point? Anyway. So he's, uh, he's on vacation. They got to find some way. They got to keep him out of the White House so he didn't do anything stupid. They got to try to distract from the Hunter Biden scandals, which I have more on. And so we've got Democrats out there pushing the J6 stuff. Yeah, Kane said we're just two and a half years into the presidency. That's a full... So he's only, a half, only half of that. Yeah, a little more. Oh my gosh, I just want to rage. So... This is, so we're pushing the January 7th stuff. I just, I mean, it's so crazy. He's got it's so heartbreaking. We've got a you know, president of the United States with these listed charges. Now, what were you saying, Kane? Because Kane was going off before yeah, the morning. show even started. Well, today. I saw the Nancy
2: Pelosi lie about how they apparently were pleading with Trump to send the National Guard and Republicans knew on the eve of January 6th it was going to be a problem. Oh, and I remember back in 2021, when uh, Rep Clay Higgins was talking about um, the fact that Muriel Mariel, Bowser, mm-hmm. is it Bowser or Browser?
0: Bowser, I think. Bowser. Like uh,
2: Mario. DC mayor, on December 31st of 2020, made the request for the National Guard. January 3rd, Trump approved it. Then on the eve of January 6th, on January 5th, Muriel Bowser mm-hmm. rescinded it hmm. and took it away. And I have, I've, I went through it. I found all the audio necessary to, to lay it out. And she's just the largest, most drunk liar in Congress.
0: Largest, most drunk liar. Uh, well, and it's true because there was always these questions of, well, where, where was the uh, additional security? Because they pulled it. Because they pulled it. But see, that's not what she was saying in 17. We haven't played that yet, right? No. Yeah, play 17. This is her talking about this.
1: Listen to this say isn't to remind the american people that on the night when it was very clear to the republican leadership in the house of representatives and in the united states senate that there was an incitement uh, uh, instigated by the president of the united states on the capitol on the congress more importantly on the constitution of the united states they saw the danger the danger that we were in they saw the lack of response from the president for not sending the national guard with, we pleaded for him, pleaded for him, pleaded for him. But you and didn't right do it. You guys didn't plead for that. Also to call off his troops. They
0: literally didn't. And, but, and that's her purview by the way, not his, it's her purview. She's the one who gets to, that. Oh my gosh. That's a blatant lie. And you have.
2: Well, I have a uh, Clay Higgins laying it all out. This is like maybe 25, not even, it's like 15 seconds. Yeah. Lays it out on uh, chain of command and then exactly how it went down.
3: The commanding general of the D.C. National Guard is subordinate solely to the President. The authority to activate the D.C. National Guard has been delegated by the President to the Secretary of Defense and further delegated to the Secretary of the Army. There's a chain of command. It be, begins with a request from the Mayor. The Mayor made that request on December 31st. The, the President authorized it on January the 3rd, but on January the 5th, Mayor Browse of D.C., who's deeply connected with my Democratic colleagues here in this body, she had a change of heart, sent out a letter. So We don't want any National Guardsmen.
0: And that's true. That's absolutely true. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to discuss it. Nobody wants to talk about it. But yet, you know, if uh, but we have to sit here and talk about how it's the J6 people and all of that that's undermining the democracy, though, they 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 were priming this. We uh, I, I we're going to talk more about this, but I also have more smoking guns. There's apparently handwritten notes that Joe Biden sent Hunter Biden's business partners, you know, the people he never talked to. It's just about the weather, you know, just a dad loving his son. Oh, man. We've got that. Also, the uh, Porsche. Remember how we were joking about how Hunter Biden had a Porsche? He couldn't afford to send, send any coin to Navy Joan, his baby down there in Arkansas. And here he's got all this, you know, he's got his million dollar properties. And apparently a big old uh, communist China official gave him a sweet, sweet Porsche. Oh, that he didn't claim either, by the way. You know, you got to do all that with the, the IRS. Why does he get to skirt the IRS? I got a million questions made of fire and brimstone. So we've got all this... And more on the way. We got a lot of stuff to hit today that's all about the development. Oh, and I'm sure that we're going to have the aerial coverage of, you know, Trump tying his shoes and getting into the car and, you know, going to the courthouse for the arraignment. We're going to, we got all that. Black Rifle Coffee Company, together
4: with the Boot Campaign, are on a mission to raise $1 million to change the lives of veterans. Now, through the end of the year, when you grab a can of ready to drink coffee, you can help contribute to making this massive donation possible. The Boot Campaign is one of the most renowned veterans. Focused nonprofits in the country working tirelessly to provide life-changing aid and benefits to service members and their families. Black Rifle Ready-to-Drink Coffee is available in several great-tasting flavors at blackriflecoffee.com/dana or at convenience stores nationwide. Whether it's the Berry Mocha, Vanilla Bomb, or Espresso Salted Caramel. Every can helps. Fuel your caffeine fix while making a huge difference in the lives of veterans and their families. Black Rifle Coffee Company is committed to serving the veteran community. And with your help, we can all continue to make a difference. Let's raise a can together and keep fueling Americans for a good cause. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com Dana. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com Dana.
1: Every
5: day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5.
0: Ken, can we just like, I don't know, a karaoke for the rest of the day? I'd be down with that. Because I'm i I'm in a break kneecap mood. Like not mine, like other people's. I just feel like I should clarify. Okay, so uh, first up here. Let's look at the just the bag of fun that we have Hey, but this is good news This is great news A giant, potentially, don't tease me Potentially deadly asteroid has been spotted During a test run of new technology Yes! Is this SMOD, the sweet meteor of death? I don't know, but they say it's a 600-foot asteroid It was detected in July And they're just now telling us During the test run of a new algorithm Designed to spot the deadliest rocks in space The algorithm was designed for an observatory in Chile and it was essential, they said, to spotting it's only two football fields long, which is sad. And the last time it flew by Earth was in September of 2022. So, according to the research team, they're trying to figure out if it's getting closer. Uh, The asteroid has a really long name. Nobody cares about it. We're going to call it SMOD. And apparently, sadly, poses no total immediate threat to Earth. But, you know, we we could get lucky. We could get lucky. Uh, Also, Vince McMahon... I'm pull this up. This is from the sun and it's not wanting to open because everything's stupid. Uh, this is Vince McMahon. He was raided by federal agents in order to appear ordered to appear in court before announcing indefinite sick leave. I don't know what they're saying that he did, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say he's innocent because I like Vince McMahon. I don't care. Everything sucks. Everybody's horrible. Let's I'm so done with the J6 discussions. It's making me mad. Adderall shortage has US agencies urging drug makers to boost output. I also think a lot of people are taking it that don't need it. Like a lot of people are taking it that don't need it. Stop it. You're not distracted. You just have too much junk in your life. Stick with us. Every day we hear about another familiar brand undermining their customers and going, quote, woke. Americans are sick and tired of having far-left propaganda jammed into every product they consume. And for years, they've dumped millions into far-left causes, and everybody had to kind of take it because you needed a cell phone and probably thought that there was no alternative. Well, there is, and that's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the same coverage you've been a Custom to in your area, minus the far-left propaganda. And when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, veterans, and first responders. Visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today using offer code Dana and ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 878-PATRIOT. play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
5: youtube facebook or DirecTV. if you're looking for the number one afternoon host in the country you found her download the podcast every day to catch up the dana show absolutely i mean in dc They will go after you if you're a Republican. The facts be damned. Republicans don't have a fair shot there. They should be able to have a fair trial somewhere else.
0: Well, because he's talking. So DeSantis is talking about D.C. where Trump's trial, you know, they're going to do the whole helicopter coverage today. Aren't you so excited, everybody? Woo! He's talking about how he's not going to get a fair trial there, which is true. He's not. And he's not gonna; they're not gonna move it anywhere else. That's not how this works. He can't. I mean, I know that Trump wants to move it to Virginia. I don't disagree with him, but it's just not how it works, and it's not going to happen. That's you know. So, very, I mean, everybody can say that they wanted to move and that they think it should be, but it's just not going to happen. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash here, bottom of this first hour. That was Florida Governor Ron DeSantis because he's like, "Yeah, it's a it, this, it's whole, it's all Victorian freak show. That's all this is." Golly, man, I'm made of thoughts on how maybe perhaps we should proceed in terms of reactions to this, right? I really, it really does. I get so frustrated with all of it. If you, if you can't tell, like, I just, let me just share the story with you here. We got first off we're going to have here in a little bit. Cause he said he's going to be after lunch and Trump said he's going to head to DC and he's going to do the thing, show up. And I think they're actually going to take a photo of him this time. That'll be on every magazine. He ought to make that into a poster and merch that out. And if he doesn't, I'll never like him again. If he doesn't merch it out and if that if it, there is a photo and it's not on a t-shirt on sale online somewhere by the end of the day, I will not ever like him again. Because I just can't I can't roll like you got to merch that out. I can't deal. Like that should be everything. It should be you should have like trading cards. You should have posters. You should wrap a race car with. I mean just like I that's what I would do. I would be to the point where I would oversaturate everything with it and deconstruct however they wanted to use it. Anyway, that being said, this is what they're doing. Check this out. Did you know, Kane, you know, this is that private citizen privilege that we've been talking about for the past week because everyone's like, no,
1: Hunter's a private citizen. He's a private citizen. Baby hunter, infant hunter. He's a newborn little baby, 50-something-year-old hunter. He's a private
0: citizen. Okay. Private citizen that apparently gets a Porsche if he brings a Kazakh oligarch with him. Did you know that? You bring a Kazakh oligarch to dinner with you and you get a Porsche. I had no idea. Now, I was wondering where the Porsche came from. And this was back during our conversation when he was trying to argue that he was too poor to pay for his seven. How many kids has he got? I don't know. His last kid. Not with the influencer who trashed the Venice Beach Mansion. We'll get to that. Not with the quote-unquote Instagram influencer. Can you imagine? Sidebar, what is your job? I influence people on social media. <laughs> anyway, so I told you it was in reform today. So he apparently took, and this is according to Devin Archer, because the transcript of that whole thing came out, right? So Devin Archer was like, yeah, he got a Porsche. And we were wondering where that was because he was telling the court, oh my gosh, he's poor, he can't pay for Navy Joe. Oh, he can't pay. But he's got a Porsche. Well, now it comes out that he got the Porsche $142,000 over that uh, because he took a Kazakh oligarch to a dinner. And I guess Joe was there too. Joe sat and had dinner in person uh, several occasions with Hunter and his business partner and they wired money immediately after to all these Biden-affiliated companies. And so the payment of this Porsche was from a businessman from Kazakhstan. He was also at that famed, now famed Cafe Milano dinner. And Archer told the committee, they said the payment was made as a gift to Hunter who got an expensive car. He goes, I believe it was a Fisker first and then a Porsche. And then Hunter was taking pictures of himself driving it 172 mile per hour in Vegas in 2018. Although I'm pretty sure it was, I don't know, was it the same vehicle? I don't know if that's ever been confirmed, but it seems like it might be. So that was when the VP was with Hunter. He got that after he brought his dad to a dinner to Cafe Milano, and, and Devin Archer confirmed that. Oh my gosh, but wait a minute. Let's go ahead and charge Trump with something. Hold up. <laughs> Can't talk about this story anymore. We gotta talk about those Trump charges, guys. Gotta talk about those the free speech Trump charges. J6, J6, J6 anybody? It was like a South Park episode. Remember when uh, uh, Cartman was selling real estate and all these yuppies were coming in, and the only thing that they could say was uh, Apple... Uh, what is it? Uh, latte. They can only say like a handful of words. Vegan, Apple, yoga, you know, things like that. Like Apple, Apple, Apple store, Apple. This is like what the media is. J6, 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 Trump, Trump, J6, Trump, Trump J6. That's all they do. And they get louder and more annoying as more stories come out about the white trash family that lives in the White House that was selling scandal. Okay. So, Devin Archer was like, yeah, he gets all this. You know, he was telling, talking about his dad as my guy. Every time he talked about my guy, he's talking about his dad, according to the transcript. So this, and by the way, all of this was happening at the exact same time that Joe Biden was heading the U.S. anti-corruption efforts abroad, guys. Mm-hmm. That's just chef's kiss right there. Chef's kiss. So Hunter Biden was raking in millions of dollars. For the Biden family, millions and millions and millions of dollars. He's on drugs. He's got hookers. He's making money, selling out his father's influence. The dad is going along with it. It's like the least amount of work that they have to do. Think about it. Joe Biden doesn't do anything. He travels around and talks to people and shake hands. He doesn't do anything. His campaign staff does it for him. Just like he's been on vacation for approximately a year. He's taken more vacations than any other president in American history. He's been literally over 365 days now. He's been on vacation for a year. That's not a joke. That's the Washington Post. They've counted. He's he doesn't have to do anything. He just sits back and just sells out the office. That's all he does. I mean, imagine. This is some some stuff. Listen to this. Audio somebody 11. This is Devin Archer talking about selling access. Listen.
3: You're taking a call from the vice president and you put it on speaker. It's not just, hey, dad, I'm in a meeting with some buddies. Right. It's let me, let me put my dad, the vice president, on speaker. Yeah. Yep. In the, in the rear view, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an abuse of soft power, I'd say. An abuse of soft power.
0: Mm. It is an abuse of soft power. And then, of course, there was this because he was talking to Tucker. Audio is by 12. The letter. The letter that proved beyond any shadow of a doubt that biden was involved in all of this listen to this they got received here's the
3: vice president of the united states saying to you a man in his mid-30s who's not a government official i'm sorry i was occupied with the guy who runs the world's largest country i would much rather talk to you and thank you what was he thanking you for well Uh, you know, first of all, it's a lovely letter and it was, (laughs) (laughs) it's quite enthusiastic. It's a little weird though, right? Yeah.
7: Well, it was, listen, it was, it was kind of the beginning of our partnership
3: and he was thanking me and thanking Hunter. I think at the end of the day for bringing this idea of this government regulatory strategic advisory business into the private equity world.
0: Mm. Hmm. A little thank you letter, but he didn't know it was about the weather guys, but it was about the weather. It was about the weather imagine that good heavens so this is i mean anything that they can do to distract from this oh but j6 j6 trump 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 courthouse we're gonna have that you know that they're gonna have the helicopter footage like they did when uh, oj was driving the white bronco down the highway they're gonna have that footage again this is what the third time we've done this third time We've watched and here he is tying his shoe. Here goes Tron. Trump is walking. He, there it is. He, he got into the car. He got in the car. He is sitting in the car looking out the window. I mean, every second narrated so they don't have to report on any of this. It's true. It's true. And they're all covering. Gosh, it's just so frustrating. It, but and, and the thing is, is that think about how bad of a month this has been for Biden. Fitch downgraded our credit rating. While, while he's pushing Bidenomics, he's literally out there. He's been pushing Bidenomics. Everybody has been. And while that's happening, Fitch downgrades our credit rating. Florida has a better credit rating from Fitch than the total of the United States. Not just Florida. It's also Texas and Georgia and other states that came. What is the common denominator here?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: What's the common denominator? Which
2: Which states? Sorry. Texas, Repo- Where are oh you- yeah, no Republicans. I'm, I'm doing work over here. What are you
0: doing over there? Doing work. Are you mixing up your weird tea again?
2: No, <laughs> no, no, no. You got all
0: a all. hidden bacteria disc over there?
2: Nope, none at all. Okay. Scoby, okay. is that what you meant?
0: Yeah, it looks like. Uh, it. What is it? One of those potty discs? It is. That they got. Okay. But yeah,
2: those are Republican states.
0: Yeah, Re- Republican states. And so it's been a bad month for Biden. I mean, th- you got you have that. You have scandal after scandal. He's tanking in the polls uh he's uh, i i think that there's there's you haven't seen a real measure of enthusiasm for him what are they going to sell you on what are they going to sell you on nothing nothing oh the biden brand (laughs) the biden family brand what is that brand when you think of biden what do you think of i think of trash raccoons in the trash i think of sewage Hookers and blow. When I think of the Biden family brand, that's what I think of. Sponsored by cocaine and hookers. That's what I think of. Biden family brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swab this package. That's what I think of. The Biden family brand. I just cannot get over that. That I mean the the audacity of this social ladder climbing family. Yeah. To think that their station is above everybody else's. I mean, the audacity, but that is that's the progressive limousine liberal mindset. And they're feudalism fans. Let's be real. This is just it's crazy. And they are worried that a key voting block may be flocking. I still can't believe that they're worried about Cornell West. Now, you also have Gavin Newsom on the periphery. Some 2024 stuff. I love this. Is he running for president? Yes, you moron. He's running for president. Why are you asking that? It's rhetorical. Yes. His fundraising strategy signals White House aspirations. Have you seen Joe Biden walking on the beach? It literally looks like, you know, a zombie apocalypse. They said he's taking fundraising steps that are used really by potential presidential candidates. He's got multiple committees. In the first three months, they've spent and raised and spent uh, millions of dollars. They're uh, a pack. They've limit their contributions. They got a super PAC. Because uh, you have the the regular uh, Newsom affiliated committees, the the PAC, they can have five thousand dollar limitations to contributions. The super PAC can raise unlimited amounts of cash, but they can't promote specific candidates. And he's got a joint fundraising committee. And he's denied. He says, "Oh no, I'm backing Biden." Wink, wink. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that. But and then Biden hasn't really. He's not doing any campaigning. And Newsom, interesting. It looks like he. I mean, he's been going to red states. He's been fundraising. And it's, he's not fundraising for Joe. He's not fundraising for Joe. Just all very interesting. And in the meantime, you have Ron DeSantis who said he's agreed. And we'll, we'll talk more about this here coming up. He's agreed that he would, he would debate Gavin Newsom. I think that, that would be interesting. Because you, you have everything, the, the, the country's at loggerheads, and you have both sides, both states, both ideologies represented in one discussion. I think it's a very interesting matchup.
6: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Catch The Dana Show, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern, on DirecTV Channel 347.
2: Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of the United States.
7: If I'm going to stand there
4: 18 hours in a dress of an iconic Disney princess, I deserve to be paid for every hour
0: it is streamed online. She is insufferable. She's going to make me hate this damn movie more than I dislike it already. Just shut up and act. My gosh. Like when you're, I mean, when you're running your mouth more than you are acting, or at least people know you from that, that's kind of turning into a problem. This is that, I liked her when she was doing the West Side Story stuff. I was like, oh, great. But now it's like, I don't know. It's like she feels like she's got to be super political and all of this other stuff. and, And I stop it. And that was that Rachel Ziegler lady who's in Snow White. And I guess she was on the picket line. I actually agree with the actors union about the A.I. stuff. I agree with them on that. I mean, it's kind of sad that the whole industry, you know, I thought they were the creatives. It's kind of crazy that the entire industry wasn't paying attention to this, except for a few people like Justine Bateman until the last minute. So, I mean, I do agree with them on that. But that's not what she's talking about. I don't even know what, if she knows what she's talking about. I just, it's all insufferable. Golly, just stop it already. Stop it, stop it, stop it. So, uh, as we roll into our second hour, because, oh, they're, they got it over. They're already starting it, Kane. Soon, Trump is going to put on shoes, tie them, and leave the building. He is walking through the doorway of the building. I mean... Oh man. We it's going to be that 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 total aerial coverage. And what gets me is that a lot of these networks they're they're going to do all of this and they're not going to cover all this other stuff, the scandal stuff with the Biden family, which is incredibly important especially when you get down to selling national security, i.e., energy access and uh tech and technology, which we're going to talk about here coming up, because that's one of the things that the Bidens are being accused of is they were selling or facilitating the sale of stealth uh, tech to China. You know, uh, in addition to selling or facilitating the sale through Rosemont Seneca, rare earth elements for the Green Agenda to China. Hmm. So we're going to get into all of that because they are being accused. I mean, they played a role in Secretary of State John Kerry in allowing China to purchase this. So we're going to talk about this as well. We're going to get into that. And uh, we got some foreign policy stuff. China's military, they're they're speeding up preparations for, some are saying it looks like they may be thinking about a blockade in Taiwan. They're also, I don't know if you saw this, they're mobilizing, the communist country is mobilizing its entire nation in a counter-espionage movement. They're encouraging citizens to join counter-espionage work, and they're creating channels for individuals to report. This is literally from Orwell. This is literally from 1984 to, to report people for suspicious activity. That's according to the state security ministry. So they it's they said it's oh, it's their intelligence and anti spine. That's what we're doing. We're you know, we're keeping our people safe. And it's a it is wild. They can their uh, authorities can look at your electronic equipment, everything. That's what a lot of people kind of what the rage mob does here. So we're going to get into all of this and more second hour on the way. Jim Jordan also will join us to talk about the latest with this. And is the House going to move for the impeachment inquiry? Stay with us
6: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
1: Which is what Trump's attorneys are saying. And they're also saying that he was just exercising his First Amendment right here. Do you think that's a valid argument in your view?
5: No, I really don't think that's a valid argument, because, you know, as the indictment says, you know, he he, they're they're not attacking his First Amendment right. Uh, He can say whatever he wants. He can even lie. He can even tell people that uh, that uh, the the election was was stolen when he when he knew better. But uh, that does not protect you from entering into a conspiracy All conspiracies involve speech and all fraud. And shoes, speech. because they wear shoes, too. So, uh, you know...
0: You that seems like a... that's a I Look, I this I don't dislike Bill Barr, but I don't agree with him here. Welcome back to the show. Top of the second hour. Dana Lash with us. Congressman Jim Jordan will join us at the bottom of the hour. I don't agree with him here, because I think that that's kind of a stretch of a... Dis, I mean, he's... You, you're presupposing that he's immediately getting into some kind of conspiracy and war collusion, simply by judging him on the agreement on the election now he may very well believe that you know he you know believes that he that it was taken not everyone agrees he believes that that doesn't make it because you disagree with it that doesn't make it criminal although there are certain things that you disagree with that should be made criminal i think for instance if you think green day's punk i think you should be arrested those are the yeah, this is this is why I wouldn't get a lot of votes, Kane, uh, because, you, you know, if you think that uh, high waisted pleated front pants are a, a good thing to wear, especially if they're made of denim, I think you should be arrested and thrown away in jail forever. So, see, there's like certain things I do think that should be criminalized, but some things I don't think should be criminalized. So I, I disagree with him there. And he's also like, well, you know, all, all conspiracies start with speech and breathing. Mm hmm. You know, everybody who gauges who in conspiracies can, they all breathe air. Uh oh. Hmm. Dangerous stuff. The same air Hitler breathed? The same air Hitler breathed. So they're basically Hitler. Dang. I just, it's just a weak argument. Come on. Come on. That's just a weak argument. free speech doesn't give you the right to engage in a conspiracy, a fraudulent conspiracy. Well, they're saying that it's a fraudulent conspiracy because they disagree with it. He disagrees with their stance. They disagree with his stance. What authority designates their viewpoint as being more valuable than his? Because that's the presupposition on which they're running here. I mean, they're saying that because they disagree with him, that that makes it fraudulent conspiracy if he believes it, then it is not a fraudulent conspiracy to him. That's why this whole, I, this whole thing of wrapping it around, well, he knowingly did this and he knowingly did that. And they're saying, well, they, he had some people telling him that, uh, that he had lost the election and he just didn't, uh, you know, he didn't believe them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's still, if he believes in this, then it's not fraudulent to him. And that's what Jack Smith has to prove in court. That's why it was kind of stupid the way that he went around this, the way that he went about this whole thing. I mean, I, uh, th- for the same reason that I thought Hillary Clinton was just ridiculous to say that the election in 2016 was stolen from her, I also don't think that it was criminal. But if you're going to say that this incited something, if they're trying to substitute this, since they didn't get an incitement charge, if they're trying to use that as a substitute for one, that's really weak. And I don't think that anybody should be enabling it for the purpose of you know primary advantage. I think that's lame. So this is where we are. Oh, boy. Now they got it. Now they got the aerial coverage and it's happening now. The uh, vehicles are moving. They are moving in the road. The road cane is made with asphalt. This is my favorite part because they they cover all this and then you have all these these talking heads in the chair. And they have no idea what the hell to do. They're like, well, I guess we'll just talk about everything that we're seeing here. Yes, it is. They they are driving. I uh, guess you know when the roads are made of asphalt. They were recently resurfaced. Uh, just uh, you know, last uh, last season they were resurfaced. There were some cracks filled in. Uh, and there, see right there. That's uh, that's one of the areas that apparently was most damaged. That the uh, president is driving over now in his black SUV. It's a a black SUV, meaning that it is not a car nor is it a crossover. It's an SUV. Oh. Uh, and uh, four tires on that SUV, if you're unaware, going down that asphalt-made road as they depart New Jersey for the third indictment, going to Washington, D.C., which is the capital of America, Kane, if you were unfamiliar with that. That's the kind of stuff that you're going to get for the rest of the day from them. Literally all day. All day, all cable news is going to be bad NPR. That's what it's like. You know what? I really, they should do it, though. If they're going to do it, they should do it like a sports announcer. In the vein of the dudes from Shorzy, the old fella, Peppy Panini. They should, they should do that. They should. You haven't watched that yet, have you? I have not. Damn you! Wow. What is wrong with you, sir? Really? I give you That's harsh. a bingeable show on a platter, and you're like, no, yes. thank you. I want to watch trash. That's Kane. That's... I want to sit here with my Scooby or whatever it is and watch trash.
2: Scooby, and I don't.
0: It's a, my urinal even, cake for tea even, and watch trash. I have trash. very
2: little time to watch TV. It's all about because
0: you're you're wrapping meat and tallow and grilling it. That's what you're doing. Yeah, that
2: too. Steve, and me, I'm gonna put you on the spot.
0: You haven't watched it either, have you? What? Wait, what? Not yet. That's a clever answer. All I heard was yet, and I was like, that Sorry, almost sounds like I gotta that. push
4: buttons over here. Uh, not yet. I, no, not. I know.
0: Okay. I, uh, yeah. You know what? If you had just said yet, that actually would have been, that would, I was like, that's a brilliant move. Cause no, I was confused for a second. You knocked me off. No, you me Knocked me, with, me off
4: the stool. You caught me with pe- a peanut butter cracker in my mouth. I haven't seen it uh. yet.
0: Golly. I hand you guys this amazing recommendation and you just bat it down. No, the matter it, with you no, boys.
2: Delayed it. It's not, Golly. Batting, it's not batting it down. It delayed
0: for how many months now? Gosh, I could cry.
2: I need some binge time. It's
0: like learning that my kids can't catch ball. I can't catch a football or something. Gosh dang. All right. So
2: Your disappointment
0: hurts. <laughs> disappoint. Yeah, I'm the parent who's like, you know what? I'm really disappointed in you I'm right not now. Mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Which is like the meanest thing you could say, right? It's just like horrible. All right, so uh, we're gonna, you're, gonna, you're just going to get nonstop aerial coverage. So you might as well just turn off the cable news. It's all garbage. Uh, and just, uh, you know, you can stream the show coast to coast. Watch the simulcast of the program. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Channel 347, Direct TV. So as we've been hitting all of this, because I have some culture stuff, and I and I'm just I I, I want to get into, oh, because we've got Jim Jordan coming up. I want to touch on this. This is a crazy story. I don't know if y'all saw this. So Red State, uh, Jennifer Van Lard did a really good piece on this. Blacklisted Chinese military manufacturer acquired U.S. stealth tech, and somehow got approval. Guess who they got approval through? Because of a they had a special relationship. Guess who that special relationship was with? If you guys, let, um, let's make it multiple choice. Okay, so because we've had you know air superiority, we've had uh, and we've been able to maintain it. We've got R and D. This whole process for fighter jets it takes a long time, et cetera, et cetera. And China's progress, they've, you know, had some major moves lately. And a lot of that, as Red State notes, comes as a result of that 2015 acquisition of this Michigan automotive company. They had anti-vibration, a.k.a. stealth tech that's used on the the F-35 by the uh, Aviation Industry Corps of China. And it's a state-owned entity that produces fighter jets for the Chinese military. Okay, so guess whose company partnered with that uh, uh ccp entity that produces fighter jets for the chinese military i will give you th- a multiple choice it's multiple choice i'll give you th- three possible answers is it uh number one jerry seinfeld uh is it number two joe and hunter biden through their little uh company that they created to facilitate this stuff with china that's b or is it c is it uh, boy george those are your answers. Jerry Seinfeld, the Biden family, along with Devin Archer, or is it Boy
2: George? Yeah, i got to say, I don't think it's Seinfeld. The really,
0: thrilly, really tough, really tough yeah, question. Yeah, I don't think it's
2: Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, so
0: you're ruling out Jerry Seinfeld Yeah, that's as being a part of this acquisition of Stealth boy Tech. Boy
2: George just doesn't like to be political, so I don't think it be Boy George. So I'm I, gonna go he with, would
0: probably appreciate Stealth Tech, though.
2: He does. I'm sure he does. Huh. Um, I'm going to go with, with B. B on this one
0: the biden family that biden family. final answer
2: that's my final answer
0: that is correct sir what? you are correct oh you may not have watched shorzy yet but you are correct with this answer so that is that is accurate it was the it was the biden family along with devon archer and their uh, little company bhr now bhr is the chinese venture capital firm in which rosemont seneca thornton now this is where it gets stupid it's the biden heinz archer bulger partnership they owned a 30% stake. Now, the majority owner in that is the CCP, Communist Chinese Party, the state-owned bank of China. Now, even though they say, oh, no, Hunter Biden doesn't have anything to do with that. He, doesn't he actually still owns 10% through one of his LLCs. So that's a lie when they're telling you that he has no stake in it, no involvement. Uh, that's a lie because he totally does through one of his LLCs. He's got 10% ownership. Now, the 2015 transaction, as was noted, is a wholly owned subsidiary of the AVIC Auto that partnered with the Biden firm to acquire that that auto manufacturer. So they own 51 percent. The Biden company owned 49 percent. So the CCP manufacturer has a controlling interest in this company that has the stealth tech. Okay. So they have tried to catch up to our military progress, our superiority for quite some time, any means that they can. And so now, you know, at the time of the sale, and this is what Red State noted, U.S. government officials and the public through Edward Snowden were aware that China had hacked terabytes of data, including F-35 tech, and made use of it in their J-20 fighter. Now, by acquiring that Michigan automotive company and the anti-vibration tech, the, their, the Chinese company now could put that technology directly to use in their Chinese military jets. All brought to you by the Bidens. It's the Biden brand. <laughs> it's the, you right over there? How is not oh, because it's D-different, Kane. Oh, okay. Gosh. Okay. Learn something. It's D-different. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. So they said that uh, they released a press, the, the the Chinese released a press statement about it, blah, blah, blah. We look forward to the addition of the significant expertise, blah, boo. blah. blah. Uh, and the guy, uh, Dane Liu, is the uh, chairman of the Michigan Automotive now owned by the CCP. He's the chairman of the board. He was uh, also, I mean, obviously no one gets up to that level unless they're involved with the CCP. So, yeah, that's all of this, all just interwoven in there. And so they noticed, military experts have noticed that the latest Chinese fighter, the J31, that it's very similar to the F35. Because well they had the hack data and the acquisition acquisition of that anti-vibration tech. The Bidens are literally selling America's military superiority and national security. And the media is fawning over them. I mean, how else do you That's exactly what's happening. In any other world, there would be actual congressional hearings specifically on this. But there's not. There's not. So now they said they're looking to the company. They said that they're looking to uh, sell their, uh, their some of their uh, the stuff that they're doing. Like they have the J-31 for international sales. They call it the FC-31. They said they're looking to sell the FC-31 to air forces that are unable to buy the f thirty five. Guess what those uh, air forces are? Who are the next gen? Iran. Pakistan. And the Chinese company and its subsidiaries have been sanctioned on five separate occasions between 1993 and 2006 for violating the Arms Export Control Act and the Iran Nonproliferation Act. So this is what the Bidens are doing. I mean, there's receipts. There's absolutely no dispute over this. That's what it is. And everyone's like, but, but, but Trump. And all these people bitching about J6. Oh, it's a 10 attack on our democratic process. Well, hey, guess what? Y'all's president selling our military superiority tech and our national security is going to create an actual attack on the United States, you brainiacs. So what do you think about that? Are you guys still going to, oh, my gosh, somebody put their feet on the desk in Nancy Pelosi's office. Oh, oh, oh. Anything about this? Bueller? Bueller? Anything?
6: more than once, actually. Do
0: I have to say?
6: Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: I never win and tell.
6: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5.
0: So this is kind of crazy. Girls apparently started puberty earlier during the lockdown as scientists blame unhealthier lifestyles. Isn't that wild? They said that... They, it's it's rapidly progressive early puberty That started during the COVID lockdown And they said that it used to Like two girls a month were diagnosed to it Now they said between March 2020 and June 21 That left about four girls a month They said a number of them There was 133 girls in Italy that were referred to A specialist pediatric unit because of all of that Like at the age of eight they started And they say it's because of Unhealthy lifestyles during the lockdown, like diet and everything else. That's kind of crazy. Uh, DeSantis got a $50,000 donation from Orlando Magic. The owners are apparently Republican. And I'm waiting for the Rage Mob to start the cancellation because I saw some on the right doing it. Uh, Pelicans' Larry Nance Jr. ripped the NBA club over all of that. And uh, some of the players were... But, you know, I mean... I, I. yeah, like you guys you guys were getting mad because like, Disney was donating to Democrats and the left was like, oh, they can donate to who they want to. So can't Orlando Magic? No. California relying on fossil fuels for critical power amidst a record heat wave. They said we need natural gas because they cannot. I mean, you can't even people can't even charge their cars all throughout the day because it's they're having such a problem with the, with their grid and everything else. So they're racing. They said they desperately need fossil fuels for critical power. They're, they're, they're trying to deal with all of the, the heat wave. It is summer. And a mysterious pyramid was discovered in Antarctica beneath the ice. What? Oh, I got I got thoughts on this. We got Congressman Jim Jordan coming up. Stick with us.
6: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's
6: office.
7: 18 plus
5: to catch up on all the headlines and crazy wokery, download the dana show podcast and get dana's perspective on the dana show
3: you're taking a call from the vice president and you put it on speaker it's not just hey dad i'm in a meeting with some buddies right it's let me, let me put my dad the vice president
0: on speaker
3: yeah yep in the, in the rear view it's uh it's a it's an abuse of soft power i'd say an abuse of soft power
0: what a description it's my friend Tucker talking to Devin archer who really, I mean, he even produced a letter. There was even a letter that he produced that Joe Biden had sent. This is just nuts. So many receipts. Everything that they accused the former president of doing, like right out in the open. And we were just telling you last segment all about the blacklisted uh, Chinese, uh, the military manufacturer that got all the stealth tech through a firm that the Bidens owned. Like they facilitated that, that acquisition. But in the meantime, now we got wall-to-wall coverage of Trump going to Washington D.C. for this J-6. This is all such a Victorian freak show. Joining us right now, Congressman Jim Jordan from the beautiful state of Ohio, and of course he's been heading oversight and he's been leading the charge on this uh, with a with a, a number of other uh, officials in the House, including Comer, Congressman. Uh, it's good to have you. Thank you for giving us some of your time today. I just kind of wanted to get your initial thoughts on you know just just days after days after all of this stuff comes out with the biden family and Devin archer i mean it's like oh we got to distract everybody from what's unfolding in the press now let's go ahead and throw this indictment this jack smith indictment out i just wanted to get your thoughts on that uh do support we got him? president there we is uh,
3: there we go yeah, we, we got are. you Congressman. i think you know, i got you. i think it's just strengthening the support president trump has currently has And actually adding to it, more people are coming because they they see this just endless attack that has been on President Trump now for seven plus years. And they understand what it is. I mean, you saw the polling early early in the week, 57, uh, 54 to 17, I think, in the Republican primary, if I remember the numbers right. He's just crushing everyone in the Republican primary. And then the New York Times had him neck and neck, running dead even with Joe Biden. And that's the New York Times poll. So I, I think, and my guess is you poll today, the numbers are even stronger because the American people see it as an attack on them. The president always talks about this. They're coming after me because I'm fighting for you. They, the, the, the country across the people across fly over country, all us hillbillies here in Ohio, mm-hmm. that, you know, the elite think, think that's how they characterize us. We, mm-hmm. we actually see what's going on, and we're fed up with it. And I think it's only going to strengthen and, and, and expand the support that President Trump has. Uh, that's going to be the result because the people see it for the joke that it is.
0: Congressman, I don't expect the president to get any kind of a fair shake in a D.C. court. I mean, considering the registered voters, the percentage of whom are Democrat and the considering the history of this judge. I mean, I I was saying on air earlier, I don't see how and, and this isn't because I think that the case is legitimate because I don't. I just don't see how he doesn't get a conviction because of how it is stacked against actual justice in this situation.
3: No, it's it's kind of scary. What is it? Ninety ninety three percent or ninety four percent voted for, for oh, yeah. Democrats in in D.C. So it's some, some unbelievable number. How do you, how is that how is that uh, a jury of your peers when it's so skewed in one direction, uh, and so much has become political um, in today's you know with today's Justice Department. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that is difficult too but the 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 thing that we the president has on his side is the truth the thing the president has on his side are the facts the thing the president has on his side is you know the first amendment is the first amendment and you're not supposed to criminalize political speech so he has all that on his side and that's the, the, the that's just the facts of the case um, but i'm right I, I think you're right i'm a little nervous myself
0: yeah. You had said uh, earlier, talking with Congressman Jim Jordan, that the, the Joe Biden brand or the Biden brand is Joe Biden. I kind of have mm-hmm. to laugh because I know that they look at themselves as like the second coming of the Kennedys. It's incredibly amusing. But the Biden <laughs> brand, really, I mean, you're I think you're right. You're like, it's Hunter Biden. It's, or it's Joe Biden. It's the, the Biden yeah. brand is just Joe.
3: Yeah, no. It's the, and, and the Democrats said, well, it was an illusion of access. Baloney, that meeting in Dubai. This was, I think, the most compelling part of Mr. Archer's testimony. <laughs> On Monday, when he talks about the meeting that takes place December 4th, 2015 in Dubai, you got Hunter Biden, Devin Archer meeting with Zolachevsky and Pizarski, the key people in Burisma, the company they were all on the board of. And at that meeting, after the main board meeting, at the other meeting they had that that he testified to, they're asking Biden and Archer, hey, we need help from the U.S. government because we're under so much pressure. That's a term that Archer used. Pressure from the Ukrainian prosecutor, pressure in Great Britain where they've seized our assets, 23 million of them. That, that, that was the pressure. And what happens five days later? This is not an illusion. This is what happened. That conversation takes place five days later. Joe Biden is in Ukraine. And what does he do? He speaks out against the Ukrainian prosecutor and begins laying the, ground, the groundwork and the foundation for what happens a few months later where that prosecutor is fired at the request of Joe Biden and our government so that they get your tax dollars. The people yeah. listen to your show, their tax dollars, a billion dollars from the United States taxpayer that goes to Ukraine. So that is not some illusion. That's what happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, there was a phone call that, in that same meeting to someone in D.C. Who that was, we don't know. Mr. Archer said he didn't know. But there was also a phone call from those guys that very meeting.
0: The, and what you just touched on—the video that we—I think we also played that yesterday as well—of Joe Biden. He's on, I yeah. guess, his council of foreign relations on some kind of, you know, speaker yep. circuit, and he talked about, you know, having this this prosecutor Shokan, having this guy fired. Everything that they went after the former president for, and impeached him for—that's uh, actually—I mean, Joe Biden's on camera bragging about having done it. Not only is he bragging about yeah. having done it, now there are all these receipts, <laughs> these emails, these texts, this testimony from Devin Archer. How is that not grounds for impeachment?
3: Well, think about how it's all adding up. So go back two and a half years. We had a business partner, Mr. Bobolinsky, say the email on the laptop, the laptop we now know is real, that the FBI knew was real at the time but wouldn't confirm. That email says 10% for the big guy. That business partner says the big guy is Joe Biden. Then you have the WhatsApp message that we have now because of the IRS whistleblowers, the WhatsApp message where Hunter Biden is saying, hey, send the money, or the guy sitting beside me, my dad's going to be fired up about it, yada, yada, yada. He does that. Then you have the 1023 form that Senator Grassley now made public, where a confidential human source is laying out the concerns that that he got from foreign nationals about giving money from Burisma, tied to Burisma, these millions of dollars. And then you have Devin Archer's testimony that I just, just talked about. That is, And each one seems to build on and give, give weight to the previous one. That is now the list of things that happened. And the final straw, and this is what I think Mr. Archer's testimony, I don't know if we've talked about much, uh, has been talked about much, but Mr. Archer's testimony gave insight and shed light on why the Justice Department put together the plea deal they did that the judge said no to. The plea deal left out the years Dealing with Parisma, those tax years. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe that's why they had this sweetheart deal put together. That thank goodness for the judge who said, "Wait a minute, this is not adding up," and has canceled that. And we'll see what happens here in, in a few more weeks.
0: Is there, talking with Congressman Jim Jordan from Ohio, is there going to be that inquiry? I know that this is something that this, the House Speaker had floated, that there could mm-hmm. be an impeachment inquiry. I know that there were some that were cautioning about you know weaponizing it the way that Democrats did. But the way that I see you all going about it, Congressman, is you know Democrats kind of, they, they forwin any kind of investigation. They just went right into the whole process without even a criminal charge. But yet here, I mean, you have tax evasion. You have FARA registration violation. Uh, there are actual actionable items in this that are criminal charges. So is that when you all reconvene, I mean, do you think that that is that going to be what you guys tackle when you when you all come back?
3: Well, I think, the, uh, as you said, uh, uh, and I think the, the, the speaker has been clear. If we need to go to that stage, we're going to do it. It's driven by the facts. What we try to do as, as Republicans, as people involved in, in doing our duty, our constitutional duty of oversight is follow the facts. And if the facts warrant, we get there. And, and as we just have talked about, they're certainly piling up then the speaker said we will go to an in- impeachment inquiry phase of our investigation uh we will we will certainly do that if we need to and i again i think the facts are, are piling up but we need to do that the full conference needs to be un- in in full understanding of, of of what that means when we go there because the truth is if we go there i know what it was like on the other side of the equation and we just need to understand this it's it's going to dominate congress but if that's what our duty requires then we have to do it
0: uh, especially when there's so many things to, that seem to be at stake, talking with Congressman Jim Jordan, especially this story, uh, Red State had a very good piece on this. this this blacklisted Chinese military manufacturer who acquired u s. stealth technology and uh, approval through their actual, you know, that that soft power, a relationship through, The Bidens using that firm that Hunter Biden still owns 10 percent in. It's Mm that Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Uh, Apparently, you know, they were able to facilitate the acquisition of this tech from this Chinese, you know, now government owned military manufacturer who are now talking about selling a version of the F-35. They have that anti-vibration tech to uh, next gen uh, militaries like Iran and Pakistan. That seems like that's, you know, that's putting our national security at stake. What protections do we have as a nation against stuff like this?
3: That is, that is scary, um, and that is something I think that, that, you know, I don't know that it's our committee right now, but some committees are going to have to, I think, dig into that, probably the Armed Services Committee, but um, that is scary. The poor here is keeps changing. The Justice Department story changed, particularly Mr. Weiss and communications he had with me and Senator Graham. Then there's the, the story from the White House that, that continues to change. And I've said many times, the story that doesn't change is the whistleblowers who came forward and talked about how that investigation uh, unfolded. The story that seems to be piling up with all kinds of facts is, is, is what we've now learned about how the Biden, Biden business operation uh, happened. And one of the other things we got in that meeting is, is they said, Joe Biden said, I was never involved, didn't know anything about it. Joe Biden was at two dinners. Two dinners, and not just stopping by saying hello, not just getting on a phone call, hey, say hello to my, my dad, the vice president, not that. Stop by for two dinners. One of those dinners had the wealthiest woman in Russia, Elena Batarina, who was there. This is the lady who paid Hunter Biden millions of dollars. She's there at that meeting, the entire dinner, and so is Joe Biden. So, again, and she missed their story getting sanctioned. Changes. Didn't
0: she? Didn't she, Congressman? Yes. The, the president didn't sanction her with the other oligarchs. She's the one who didn't get
3: sanctioned. Exactly right. So, um, Again, we got to keep, I think, gathering the evidence and um, and 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 showing it to the American people. That is that is our job, and and we got to look at you know what what legislation we need to do, and frankly, how we handle the appropriations process. These agencies, so get get your tax dollars. We got to put certain requirements on 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 them as well if we're going to continue to give some of these agencies the money, including the Justice Department, and and now uh, what we've learned about how they handle the investigation.
0: And that goes right into my last question for you, Congressman, because the power of the purse, you all have the ability to really hamstring all of these agencies if they're not cooperating, particularly because, you know, this even gets beyond just, you know, enriching the Bidens, especially when we look at how some of this actually affects national security, you know, energy when we talk about rare earth elements and those being, uh, you know, mines being facilitated for purchase by the Bidens, uh, again, to communist China. Uh, is Is that something that you're looking at as well at the impeachment inquiry and then, you know, also maybe just, you know stopping funding I mean just pulling those purse strings and drying it up until they cooperate you broke up a little bit there congressman
3: yeah I'm sorry we're committed to giving some of these agencies less money but but more importantly limiting how the money can be spent that we do send there and putting certain yeah, great example the FBI we want a new get the American for new headquarters. Land Security, uh, you know, the entity, the, the, an in, in agency that tried to set up this, this disinformation governance board. No, mm-hmm. no money for that. No money being, can be used to censor American speech. Those are the kind of things we have to focus on and use the power of the purse, which the founders understood was an important power. That's why they gave it to the body closest to the American people, the House of Representatives. We need to use that.
0: There you go. Congressman Jim Jordan, appreciate your time. We look forward to y'all being back in D.C. to handle this. I mean, we don't like it when you guys are out on vacation. We like it when Joe's out, (laughs) the president's out. So you guys need to hurry back safely. Thank you, Congressman. All right.
3: You've the good work. Mm -hmm. Take care.
0: Thank you.
5: Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart.
7: Where does the radical left's beliefs on sex and gender come from? Pastor Alan Jackson explains.
2: We had a sexual revolution, and then we implement birth control, which was going to eliminate unwanted pregnancy. There would be no unwanted pregnancies. There would be no abortion. Immorality doesn't, that's not how that plays. The further we came from a biblical view of sexuality, yeah. the
6: higher the abortion rates come. Let's put it this way. They wanted orgasms without responsibility.
7: Subscribe to Culture and Christianity, an Alan Jackson podcast on your favorite podcast app it's
2: his life mission to make bad decisions it's time for florida man
0: well 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 all right so according to tampa bay fox 13 a florida man was busted for burglarizing a brooksville bakery and blowing all the stolen money on liquor and food but you're at a bakery like why didn't you just eat you know i mean how but here's what, here's what the funny thing is. You know how they caught him? Crocs. Not the animal. The shoe. According to Hernando County Sheriff's Office, the suspect clad in a black sweatshirt, black pants, and bright red Crocs broke into the crumble cookie. Which sidebar? It's delicious, but the lack of an E bothers me. Uh, they said he got in through a side door, stole cash from the safe and register. He was carrying a brown and black backpack. They dragged him down because of those damn Crocs. Because he wore the red Crocs. They tracked him down from it. Anyway, long story short, when they arrested him, they found he still had like codes to get into the place, all this stuff. Uh, he'd spent most of his money on food and alcohol for himself, and the rest was stored in his friend's vehicle. Can you imagine? Like, don't wear bright. I mean, first off, don't commit crimes like this. But you know, also maybe don't wear a bright red, bright red Crocs. Crocs, that's your shoe of choice. You're going to go commit crimes, and you're wearing bright red Crocs. I'm just without words. Uh, also. This is actually kind of interesting. So, a Florida man in a Google Street View car led police on a 100 mile per hour chase. The Google Maps Street View car. So it could soon feature breakneck snapshots of an in-progress police pursuit after a Florida man who claimed to work for the mapping tech giant led Middletown police officers on a high-speed chase all while a 360-degree camera was mounted to the roof of his car. So all of that's probably going to look real sloppy on that part of the map. Uh, They said his name's Coleman Ferguson. He's got two last names, which is annoying. And he's currently being held in Henry County Jail. He faces one count of resisting law enforcement with a vehicle, level 6 felony. So they... They clocked the Google Maps Street View car going in excess of 100 miles per hour, where it's like uh, apparently 55 and 40 mile per hour limit. And especially when school zones are flashing school zone lights. And they said that it was passing several other vehicles, uh, high rate of speed. It had a big had the big old tall thing on the car, the 360 degree cameras on the on the roof of the car. And I can't believe that thing didn't fall off. I guess it was, you know, that's a testament to how well it was affixed to the roof of the car. So they said that he drove through a yard before he crashed into a creek and got stuck. And then Ferguson told police that he worked for Google. Narrator, that was a lie. (laughs) And was scared to stop the Google street. Man, is that going to be, they should have like alternate, you know, view of this there, And it should just be that.
2: I want the 360 view of that 100 mile per hour chase.
0: Oh, everybody's going to be smeared. You're not going to be able to see any of, like, the buildings or anything there. Golly. A Florida man and a woman were charged after Debbie just found 30 pounds of meth and a kilo of cocaine, all kinds of stuff. Uh- Yeah, lots of stuff. It was in their vehicle. Again, following a chase, Indian River Sheriff's Office, they were uh, apprehending a fleeing vehicle, driving recklessly over 100 miles per hour, and they said that uh, they stopped on the road. The two occupants thought it was going to be smart to run into a wooded area. That was not smart. So then uh, the uh, canine tracked and bit them. Good boy. And then they found all of 30 pounds of meth, all the cocaine, everything else. So they are charged with a... Like a lot of stuff, including, uh, let's just hit the majors, reckless driving, fleeing, eluding, possession, trafficking, controlled substances. Their bonds are crazy. $226,000. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, they are in jail. They're in the pokey because, you know, they were going to, as the sheriff's office was saying, they were going to release toxins in their community. Sell all this stuff to their community. That's crazy. All right. We got more coming up. Third hour on the way. You don't want to miss. Stick with us.
3: Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Five for Fighting's John Andrasic has an answer.
7: Talked to some managers and folks, and, and I have, and you know, there's certain iconic artists that, in other times, would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they said, well, you know, they're scared. They're scared for their families. They're scared that their concerts will
3: be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood and Toto podcast: The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform.
0: Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. Top of the second or third hour, actually. And we've been, oh boy, we got the the aerial. If they're doing the aerial coverage, we were joking about it earlier. And Donald Trump is now getting in his SUV, and the SUVs are leaving Badminster, New Jersey, and they are heading to Washington, D.C., where uh, he is going to. And they're going on and on. It's like a bad NPR thing. And I love my favorite thing about all of this is they have the – because they have the talking heads that are sitting at the anchor desk, and then they have all the other people, and they have no idea how to – they have no idea how to really – talk around this. So They they talk about the dumbest stuff. Well, you know, they're driving on roads made of asphalt. Yes, that's right, asphalt. I do believe that the road upon which the former president is driving was recently resurfaced. Yes, recently resurfaced, and they had some flooding in the area. And right now they're outside of the the courthouse there in Washington, D.C. Oh, yes, they're right outside. And uh, you can see there are a number of anti-Trump protesters there with uh, inflatable Trump entities. Yes, they have some Trump balloons that are there. The balloons are made of a material that uh, inflates. Yes, that is correct, as the president is still in the vehicle headed to the courthouse. Yes, that's correct. That's the stuff you're getting. Mm -hmm. Hard-hitting. Hard-hitting news. Mm. Very hard-hitting news. Mm -mm -mm. Now, in the meantime, with all of this going on, it just... uh, I mean, it... There's I don't know what Biden's in Delaware. What did he tweet? What did you drop in here? Oh, man. No, you didn't yeah. did you see that? I'm trying not to so he this is an old video of himself Drinking out of a coffee cup There's okay. I'm gonna all right. I have two stories here Okay, so first off He's Drinking very I've never seen anyone drink As awkwardly it's like he struggles to raise The cup number one did you notice that Am I the only person who's noticed oh, this totally. he, he struggles to Raise the it's like very Shaky <laughs> it's like I'm surprised he didn't spill it all over Himself he his dark. Yeah and he goes I like my coffee dark, dark Brandon? Wow I yeah he's trying to be dark branded. he's got the dark branded meme Because they were making man they cannot meme no. That's so lame he doesn't even know what it means. He probably doesn't. Does he know he's president? Does he even know that? I don't know. He may not. He's on the beach somewhere. He's on the, so he's, you can see when he, ra- if you're watching the simulcast of the radio program, because you can listen to the radio, radio program across the country. And if you're watching the simulcast of YouTube, Facebook, channel 347. I like my routine. coffee dark. That's scary. <laughs> Notice how he, like, he struggles. to. So who has that much trouble lifting a damn coffee cup? Do you think there's anything in it? No. It's probably inshore. Some inshore in there, having some inshore. Good grief! So he puts that out. That's what that's what he just tweeted out. In the meantime, you have yeah the Biden economy. I mean, it just it's a joke, really. All of this is a joke. You got the transcript that's out. You got all this stuff with Devin Archer, and then right after all this happens, let's go ahead and put another get some more get some more indictments out. We need more indictments, guys. Got to have some more indictments. Trump has been on his platform saying that he was going to go to, be, to D.C. to be arrested and challenged. Uh, and he said, he goes, I'm, he says, I'm being arrested for you. Okay, you know, f- come on. Now let's just calm down. Everybody c- settle down, settle down. But uh, they're going to make the picture. They're going to do the mugshot. And like I said, I'll never like this man again if he doesn't immediately merch that out. Right? right. Like I want to see beach towels. Right? Am I right? I want beach towels. What else do we want? You need like playing cards,
2: can koozies.
0: Koozies. You need a koozie. Umbrellas. You need a Yeah, you need an umbrella. They need to do to that photo like what they did to the Obama photo. What's his face? That artist that did that They need to do the Obama photo thing to the, the mugshot. I mean, that it needs to be it needs to be on t-shirts, it needs to be on jackets. It needs to, they need to, it needs to be merched out. And if it's not, I'll never like him again. Ever. I mean, you just don't miss opportunities like that for massive, massive merchandising. You just don't do it, right? I mean, notepads. Think of all the things you could make, Kane. Think of all of the activities. <laughs> There's like so many things you could do. You know what you could do? You could even do like a, um, gosh dang it. I can't even think uh, of uh, the game, the backyard game. throwing the beanbags. I can't think of the name. I play it all the time. Cornhole. You make a cornhole bo- board with it. Oh, man. That'd be smart, actually. That would be sweet. I'd, I'd purchase that. I would purchase that item. Just saying, there's like all kinds of stuff you could do. If he didn't merge that out, all the respect is gone. Never again. Never again. All right. So while this is all happening, good heavens, we have all of the emails and the photos and everything else, the shady business dealings, all of this. The We were just telling you a little bit earlier about the uh, CCP company that was doing business with the biden selling out our like tech military tech to china that probably now iran and everybody else is going to get i mean who knows they're all going to get it and in the meantime i gotta share this with you so this is one of the things i was thinking of when i saw this uh dark branded thing new york post this is so stupid professors claim that here we go here we go again back at this Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town contains coded racial language and pictures. Yes, Kane, it does. The Hollywood Reporter condemned country music star Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town, and they quoted academics accusing it of spreading division and racism. You're not allowed to show predominantly black communities being burned to the ground by black and white progressives. Because it's very difficult to cultivate the narrative that conservatives are the violent racist ones. when you show that footage, thus it is divisive and racist. If only they were that honest. Yeah, if they were. They said that um, that it's a music theory professor named do you want his name or do you want my name for him?:
2: I want both, but yours first.
0: Okay. Uh, So the Hollywood Reporter quoted Hunter College music theory professor Douche McDoucheface, Philip Ewell, arguing that the song is part of a phenomenon of subtle yet unmistakable anti-blackness amid America's cultural divide. Said Ewell... Right now in 2023, I mean, we're having these massive disagreements about race. And, you know, you're just not allowed to show a video of mostly white progressives with some black progressives burning down predominantly black neighborhoods uh, because, uh, you know, that's racist to show that. See, can't show it. It's not racist to do it. It's racist to show it. You didn't know that? Like the one dude who was like literally on photo and video burning down a bank like you could see him. shirtless white dude, white progressive. Oh, no, it's racist to show it, though. It's racist to call out violence. Gosh, it's if you call out violence, I learned this when I actually condemned it in a video and people were like, you're calling for violence. I was like showing actual footage of people rioting and saying, this is bad. No, no. And everyone's like, that's so violent. Can you believe that? She has this violent thought out. No, I'm like showing progressive violence, condemning it. But see, that's pro-violence if you do that. Did you know that? It's violent to call out violence. It's not violent to engage in it. Wow. Yep. It's 1984. They're trying everything with this video. Guess what? He's uncancelable. You guys tried and failed. I mean, this is so goofy. The way that and they had they did a whole story on this. New York Post. Had a whole story on this song with Jason Aldean. Now, that's just that's just one aspect. This is this Always pushing this line Always pushing this division Now in addition to this I got a couple of other things here That I want to make sure I'm pulling up Because I have a bunch of energy stuff And we have all of the We're still we're keeping our eye on the arraignment And uh, all of that I mean I'm just It's supposed to Actually isn't it supposed to be at three It's like right after we get off air I believe Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's like right after we get off air That's that's when it's Apparently he's supposed to show up And you know all of this stuff I got to tell you did you see this Washington Post piece? I have this saved in my bookmark system. Do you guys see this Washington Post piece? They tweeted this out. It's the actual tweet that they have, and they said that. It, just me, cautious. Do you remember how uh, I was talking about all of the uh, the fight that that uh, conservatives and Muslim parents are having against the left in like Michigan and elsewhere over schools? And how I've said that the left is having a problem with how to deal with us because there's this this united front, particularly in Michigan, which is a state that Democrats are really doing a lot of work in uh, with Muslim and and Christian parents that have uh, found an allegiance to push back against all of this wokery with the schools. And so they haven't had any way of dealing with that. Now, this is how they're doing it. So here's Washington Post. It says LGBTQ communities in the Middle East face a growing crackdown, mirroring efforts by American conservatives to restrict the gay the rights of gay and transgender people. So the article gets into they're trying to say that that American conservatives are meddling in Middle Eastern. They're they're meddling. That what they're doing is as bad as like what some of the uh, hard faction of Middle Easterners are doing, and they're they're mentioning the schools. They're mentioned. They're trying to find some kind of way. What gets me is that. Are, do they think that the reason, why, like in Iran, if you're gay in Iran, you're that look, they'll kill you. They'll they'll kill you in Iran if you're gay. That's like a death sentence, right? And in a number of these countries, it's a death sentence. Is that because of American conservatives? We've been doing that a long time. Yeah, but it's Amer- it's your fault, Kane, because no. you're a conservative. Not my fault. But it is though. That's what the Washington Post says, and as you know, the Washington Post is never wrong. Wow. That's what they're saying. That. <laughs> The backlash grows. I mean, so American conservatives are the same as... Rest, what rights are restricted of gay and transgender people here in the United States? Whatsoever. No one's restricting your right. Just because you can't shake your ass in front of somebody else's kid does not mean that your rights are apparently being restricted. No one's restricting your rights. Just don't, be, don't act like a pedo. With, and, and don't target other people's kids. This is so weird that we're even having this conversation. They, they get into this. This is just crazy. They, start, they talk about the Pride Parade in Istanbul. Oh, it was canceled. The Pride Parade was canceled in Istanbul, Turkey. And that's just like what's happening in America. <laughs> what? No, no one canceled the Pride Parade. The Pride Parade was canceled because... They couldn't like simulate. There was a Pride Parade that was canceled because one of the floats had some like sexual simulation act on the float and it was an all ages thing. So they were like, well, because you're doing essentially a sex act or theatrical sex acts on a float and it's an all ages thing, you can't do that. Just like we can't have a stripper pole on the float and have strippers sailing around the stripper pole. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't do that because it's an all ages thing. And they're like, you canceled me. You're just like Turkey, you're just like Iran. It's the same thing. You you canceled yourself because you insisted on having that as part of your thing, instead of just being a normal parade and doing parade stuff, right? Golly, this so is what we're dealing with. We're uh, watching all of the latest with uh, <laughs> you're, you're laughing with the with the arraignment. The president is still in a vehicle. You know the vehicle is. Uh, Powered by gas, gasoline, yes, that kind of fuel that the uh, president is in. and uh, we're just going to continue to watch him travel in his vehicles on the way to Washington, DC for the arraignment. I can't. He just it's going to be so goofy.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five.
0: So according to a local news agency out in Utah, a daughter was arrested after she, a domestic dispute in a Utah home. She bit off her dad's ear. Pleasant Grove, Utah, 42-year-old, was booked on multiple charges. When I first read this story, when I first saw the headline, I was like, oh, it just looks like a little kid or something. No, no, it's a 42-year-old woman. Uh, According to the probable cause statement, she entered the home and allegedly attacked her dad, resulting in injuries, and then she bit his ear. That's. She does. She sounds totally sane. Uh, She was completely arrested, obviously. Uh, An unemployed man dressed up as a cop and worked alongside real traffic policemen for two months. I don't even know how this happens, but. That's what happened Uh, An unemployed man This was in Russia Oh, that's why uh, He lives out his dream Of being a traffic policeman For two months He went on With a fake uniform Going on patrols With actual traffic inspectors For two months 48-year-old man Named Victor And then he finally Was uh, caught Because his cover Got blown When they were checking Footage from body cams Of traffic inspectors Out on patrol And they said that Well, wait There's four inspectors But we have five on duty and then they realized the 5th traffic inspector doesn't have a camera. That's okay. That's weird. So that's how he, was, he ultimately ended up being uh, discovered because he... This is funny. Uh, also, let's see. This uh, plus-sized British Airways passenger was stuck in his seat for three hours after landing. And they had to take him out of first class with a hoist. He was stuck for three hours. It was in 1A. And that's... Uh, they said that emergency services had to remove a door. They had to hoist him out of his seat, uh, according to The Sun. And he was wedged in his seat for about three hours after a six-and-a-half-hour flight. And he landed at London's Heathrow at five in the morning. He was seated in 1A. The cabin crew got involved. They tried to calm him down after he was realized he wasn't able to get out of his seat. They couldn't help him. Emergency services were called. They had to get engineering to outline a plan. It was like this whole thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's... Because those are kind of big seats. Yeah. That's that's pretty that's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. We got a lot more on the way, including the latest with because uh, the president's on his way to D.C. That's supposed to take place a little bit. What? Like three, uh, three central for Eastern is when that arraignment supposed to happen. Stick with us.
5: Between Twitter, Facebook, or any of your social media, there's a lot of information out there. That's why your lovable curmudgeon is here to help you make sense of it all. Live or on demand, The Dana Show.
1: In this poll, people are also asked who they trust more on the handling of major issues. This really sticks out.
3: Yeah, it does. You know, they ask congressional Republicans or the President of the United States. And we know Congressional approval rating tends to be very, very low.
1: Yeah, like in the tank. I mean, like you can say it without even looking at the latest poll.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. Mass murderers sometimes have greater approval ratings than Congress. And, but what we, we see here is that more people actually trust Congressional Republicans than President Biden, on the most important issues of the day. And this to me is a very worrying sign for the President going into the presidential election year, because the fact is, if he's doing this poorly, Against congressional Republicans, imagine how he might do against a presidential candidate from the Republican side.
0: Ooh, and see, that's what's very interesting about all of this. Biden's really struggling and Democrats don't exactly know how to deal with it because one of the reasons why he's struggling is there is an an absence of enthusiasm for not just him as a candidate, but for, I think, what the party's been pushing as a whole. And the other troubling aspect of this isn't just the presidential race, usually the candidate, and this is always true in every election, but obviously never more so than in a general, the the momentum and enthusiasm that people have for a candidate or absence thereof is it affects the, you know, the so-called coattails and whether or not that candidate has the ability through that momentum and enthusiasm to pull other candidates from their party across the threshold and as we saw with I think it was 2010 midterms with Barack Obama it was one of the worst midterms for a democrat president he had no coattails because it was he was already dealing with like the scandal and overreach and all of this and all people just kept seeing was big government and that's when he said, well, we took a shellacking. Yeah, we had a shellacking. It was just a horrific, really, really bad, very, very bad uh, midterm for him. But he couldn't bring anybody. He had nobody, couldn't help anyone. They actually ran from him, wouldn't campaign with him. And so the issue here is that you're going to, I mean, that you could have the exact same thing. So it's, a, it's an interesting look. And I and I want to point something else out to you as well. I think that people need to be there's certain things that you need to look at when you're looking at polling. And first off, welcome back to the program. Also Dana Lash with you, bottom of this third hour. Everyone likes to focus on national polling and everything. And as I said, I'm not gonna get in, I'm not gonna hyper focus on primary stuff except to like correct certain things or point certain things out. Cause it's so early with the polling. I also think that it's it's wrong to bet so much uh, for Trump's polling on like what's happening with some of these indictments, because the last indictment, he didn't have much of a bump after. Now, I'm not saying he had more of a bump after the first one, but not so much after the second one. Now, that also could be by design, because what if I what if I what did I tell you at the very start of all of this before people were even, you know, announcing one of the things that Democrats, and I've had, I have pieces written about this too at the, uh, over at Chapter and Verse, the newsletter, is that they want to tire you out. They want you to be so fatigued with any kind of news or discussion about charges, and they're counting on you to be, not you, not you specifically, not the people who listen every day, not the people who watch cable news, or not the people who you know, read you know, the newsletter or read you know, conservative news or anything like that, not you. You aren't the people that they're targeting. The people that they are targeting are those independents who are not as politically inclined as you are. You know, the people who still go out and do their civic duty and they vote, but they don't follow it day in and day out like you do. They don't have an opinion on on every single facet of every single move that Congress makes the way that you do. And so keep that in mind because that's part of the strategy with this too. And it's not just with Trump and this; they're trying to fatigue you about other candidates too. I really do think that there's this fatigue effort with like RFK, with Trump, with DeSantis. I really do. Now, that being said, you got to pay. I, I got I got a couple of funny columns that I'm going to share with you, uh, but you when you're looking at the polling, and one of the things that the media is pushing constantly is they want you to focus on national polling. None of that matters this early on. It's entirely irrelevant. And even when I say that donations matter, donations really, fundraising is the measure this early on. It really is. There's two measures, fundraising and then looking at local polling. Now, as it relates to fundraising, there's a caveat to this. Because... You have to look at, okay, what type of fundraising are we talking about? What do you mean? Like, the most important measure are small-dollar donations. Small-dollar donations, that's the biggest measure. Now, when you look at the field, and Biden, actually, Democrats have really kind of struggled with this, always. But you have to look at, you look at small-dollar donations uh and you know big donors are important earlier on but you have to start building up as you go through your campaign those small dollar donations and so as we do that that's one of the things you're going to need to keep an eye on and also with local polls or not local but state-by-state polls if you look at the state-by-state polls whether it's 538 whether it's rcp i think some of the best are like within the state like actual Iowa and New Hampshire media, like they'll have newspapers, they work with a pollster and they'll, they'll do um, some surveys. I think those are going to be more accurate than relying on a lot of the national stuff. And if you look at it, I think it's a little bit more factual in terms of where everybody stays. It it's, it's a lot more, it's a lot closer. And they also measure approval and disapproval and enthusiasm and certain policies, things like that. So that's one of the things to keep in mind when you're evaluating what poll to take seriously and what poll not to take seriously. We are still, you know, months out. I mean, what, six months out about? I think from the first primary and caucus polls. So Iowa, New Hampshire and all that will go first. A lot of it comes down to Iowa. A lot of it comes down to Iowa. And so the DeSantis campaign, they're going to be navigating how to, he's been doing a lot of more traditional retail politicking. Uh, going to Iowa and uh, uh, meeting people and holding like the little that that's that that has worked. And I think that does work, but it doesn't work in every state. I think every state's different. So it's a very odd and especially with all of this, you know, it's a very odd uh, primary and don't allow operatives to or anybody else talking heads or anyone else to get you obsessed over any particular type of poll. And I say this Because I think that Trump people and DeSantis people can benefit from this. Because if you're in the lead, you don't want to be made too comfortable in your lead. Why is that? Well, because then you get sloppy, you get apathetic, and you don't want to risk turning into Hillary. Because remember, Hillary thought she didn't have to go to Wisconsin. Remember, she never even went there once. She didn't really have much of a ground team. She didn't think that she had to go to the blue wall state, the the blue wall states. Uh, and and that's that's, I mean that cost her She didn't really think that she had to do a lot there And 2020 really changed the I mean 2020 did change the uh, And 2016 really changed the, the Electoral map in a way But she didn't think she had to go to any of those And then what ended up happening She lost predominantly historically blue states Even if it was you know really close Florida she she lost by a point Now one of the things that That the DeSantis people and looking at you don't want to when you don't want to be too comfortable being in the league but you also you got to be smart in what fights you pick you got to be just you have to be smart in what uh, outreach you do and how you strategize that and you have to be smart with your ground game too and you you have to make sure that you have a presence in every every one of these early states you got to have a presence and in the states that you don't have presences in you bet you already need somebody on the ground who's evaluating people to build up your team all of that stuff multiple layers and it's difficult to navigate so don't get obsessed with like all of the primary polling and all of that stuff this early on because i think that they just want to rile you up i really do and it's just dumb to be even focused on that that early just be Just be happy in that we got a really good bench. I mean, there's some that I really don't like and some I think are fake as hell. But for the most part, we got a good bench. And there are people that are good that aren't even declared and that have no interest in running that may run in the future. So, you know, we got we're good. Democrats, in the meantime, what do they got? Literally the last the only other person they have is Newsom. Here's something that's interesting. Do you think that Gavin Newsom would play well with that blue wall? That's Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. That's when, I, when I'm talking about the blue wall. Those are the states I'm talking about. The Great Lakes Battlegrounds. How does somebody like Newsom play in those states? I don't think he plays well there. Do you? I don't think so either. Gavin, because he's... If I'm being honest, he looks like a pretty boy out of touch, doesn't he? Yeah. He's... Everything that Democrats say they hate, he's generational wealth. He's one of the few... Remember how I said that generational generational wealth is like mostly a myth that it's there's only like 3% of the super wealthy people that inherit their money. Okay, he's one of them. <laughs> His family's one of them. But because in 2016 Trump won the blue wall, he lost it in 2020 against Biden. That's Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And I'm just wondering how somebody like Newsom plays in that state, especially if you have a more down-to-earth working-class Republican nominee. And Steve makes an important point. All Newsom would need to do is win back the Union Democrats and, uh, I mean, really hold on to that suburban female vote. I don't know that he could, but can he? But think I don't know if he could work Union Democrats because he's made the unions man in California. Uh, and, uh, I mean, think about he's driven all these jobs away. All of, I mean, they're not to, no they're not really happy with him. Winning that blue wall is how Trump got into the White House, losing the blue wall is one of the things that was the nail in the coffin for his campaign in 2020. And that blue wall and some of these swing states, that's going to be hard. That's also what you got to keep in mind for a lot of this polling. But Biden, I think that people would, of Newsom and Biden, I think they'd be, especially in those battleground areas, I think they'd be more inclined to vote for Biden than Newsom, oddly. Because why? He's the safe known for them, for those Democrat voters, whereas Newsom's not. They think he's a mess. Look what he did with the rail system in California. Case in point, one of the things that I one of the reasons that that people were so mad at him is the boondoggle that he created with that rail high speed rail. Remember, they wanted something from L.A. to San Francisco and the company just up stakes. It was a French company and they ended up going to uh, a country in Africa and building basically the exact same rail system. But like in three years where they had already been going for like seven and not even gotten off the ground in in California. And it was a multi-billion-dollar boondoggle because they were Newsom and all his buddies were all slicing themselves a a piece of the pie. It's craziness. So I don't know. It's it is, uh, and I think Steve's right. You think Steve? You think Newsom would win Pennsylvania? I don't see him getting Wisconsin at all. I can't see him. I can't even see him campaigning there, much less winning the state. Pennsylvania's interesting though. That'd be very interesting. I always say
4: PA because I I lived in PA for a little bit, and my family's from PA. It's a lot of just like. Like really ticked off union workers, and they've had a lot of white Democrats in office for a long time. So I don't know. Newsom seems up the lane. It's harder up in Michigan and Wisconsin, though.
0: Would he be? I don't know. I think he would, because I, I I look back at what he did and how he made the rail. You know, the uh, what he did with the high speed rail and some of the unions he ticked off there. I just wonder how that would work. I don't know. I mean, we're again. I think that he's Plan B, but I think that's also a problem for Democrats because he is. Uh, I mean, at least Barack Obama was from Illinois. Like, this is a California Democrat, right? Like, I, I don't know how that plays out. I don't know how that plays out. I think I wonder if they view him similarly, like the way they did Hillary, because they did not like Hillary. So that's, you know, that likability and why I focus so much on that is because that particular strain of, of this conversation is is one of the reasons why a lot of those swing states and that blue wall went to Trump in 2016. But then you switch out. You don't have that candidate anymore. That. You know, a lot of people have animosity towards and they don't think plays well in those particular states. Those states decide everything for Democrats. You got somebody like Biden and that played well. So that's I don't know. It's weird. But uh, it's uh, all of this stuff. we got to take this into consideration as we watch Kane, the murder motorcade as Trump. Heads towards Washington D.C. You know, for the arraignment that's going to be taking place around 4 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, and uh, as uh, one of our viewers, Larry noted, Kane. You know, when the when the president, because this is all the cable news coverage. Then the president was on the airplane. The the airplane taxied away from the jet bridge and away from the light part of the pavement to the Kane darker part of the pavement, oh. which signaled that the plane then was going to uh, be turned towards taxing to the runway. Yes. And then after the plane taxis to the runway, what's going to happen is the plane is going to then get a fast start and then be airborne. Yes. Airborne for Washington, D.C., where the president, former president, is going towards uh, the arraignment there in the January 6th case there in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Did you know? Yes. Yes. Capital of, uh, of America. Yes. Yeah. It's what we're having on cable news. heading news. Yeah. Gag us all.
5: Catch the Dana Show noon to three PM Eastern on Direct TV channel three forty-seven.
0: Welcome back to the program as we finish this third hour. What are you? You're pressing something over there. Huh? You're, you're pressing. We pressing yeah. over there. What are you doing?
2: Yeah, I got some audio here. Oh wait, wait,
0: it. no, 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 wait, no. The what? plane, the plane, Kane is what? in Arlington, Virginia. I have oh, the plane, the, the Trump plane. But this Kane, the s- plane. CBS audio. Plane, the, the Kane It's, it's, it's in Virginia, about... it's Arlington. It's the Trump plane and Devin Archer. Kane, the plane is in Virginia. I thought it was kind of important. The plane this stuff came the plane what it's Virginia oh, it's Travis Landa there he's going to his arraignment as you know like... the arraignment he's on a plane you know it's made of metal usually the plane is uh, <laughs> made of uh, some uh, aluminum how the British uh, which we are not say it and uh, <laughs> it's there in Arlington Virginia uh, which is uh, in Virginia cane. and it's
2: run uh, on jet fuel
0: it does run on jet fuel oh. which uh, Biden wants to grow in uh, our fields by farmers and um, The plane is uh, going to be uh, up, and he's going to be getting out. He's he's in a black motorcade, Kane, now the black motorcade. And uh, the motorcade, it's a bunch of vehicles. They're all black, SUVs all running on four tires. And uh, they're going to be driving off on the asphalt. That's what the road's made of, all the way to Washington, D.C., to that courthouse, Kane, where the arraignment is going to happen.
2: They're driving driving on the what fault? Asphalt. Oh, got it.
0: It's Trump's fault, really. Got it. But, uh, yeah, everything is Trump's fault, isn't it? It's not even asphalt. It's Trump's fault. Everything is. All right. Uh, that's what they're doing today. I have to make fun of it because literally, we're like, we don't have any audio today because everything's this. Everything is this. I'm robbing you of today's stupidity. I'm sorry. That's all right. Come right it's ahead. Nancy it's the playing It's here in Virginia.
2: Here's Nancy explaining that somehow they were pleading with Trump about the J6, you know, the, uh, the Capitol Police and the National Guard. Listen to this.
1: All the danger, the danger that we were in. They saw. The lack of response from the president for not sending not the true. national guard was—we pleaded for him pleaded, for him, pleaded for him, pleaded for him—and Chuck Schumer and I kept pleading with him to also to call off his troops, but to send his in troops.
2: The oh guard. my mm-hmm. gosh! This woman, stop drinking.
1: That's yeah. That's
0: uh, never. It, no, none of that never actually happened, folks. That does it for us today. The plane is in Virginia. We'll be back behind the mic with you tomorrow.